What's up, everybody? My name is Joshua, and welcome to a conversation with Joshua T. Berglund on the Live Mana Network. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you. I'm going to get the finger thing right. Nope, I was wrong. Okay, <laughs> right here. Right here at this barcode, you can find information for our network, the podcast channels, the uh, Apple TV, Roku, all those links. Also links to our book, The Devil Inside Me, uh, which is my personal testimony and information, of course, about the services that we offer at the Live Mono Worldwide Foundation, a nonprofit media organization and multimedia broadcast network, which, of course, we're on right now. Thank you for your support. So today we're going to talk about numerology with an expert in the field. And I want to make this abundantly clear. I know absolutely nothing about it except for the fact that on Twitter and Facebook, I see people post stuff about gemantria. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, people talk about, I see people talk about numerology. And the thing is, I it's just something I've not tried to wrap my head around totally. And I think it's because I don't like numbers. That said, um, there's a lot of different beliefs behind this. Some people believe it's just folklore. Some people believe that it's absolutely legit. In fact, they will back it up by saying that the, the Bible is perfect, perfect num numerology. And again, I don't understand any of this stuff. So regardless of what your beliefs are, if you have any pre-judgments or uh, you think that you know something about it, well, I hope today that you learn something new. And those of you who are curious like I am, welcome. <laughs> and those of you who have just a stone fact opinion, you're welcome here too. Um, if those of you where, where available, uh, feel free to use the chat. You guys network. You guys promote each other's books. Whatever you guys want to promote, you can promote it now in the chat. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being here. And like every conversation that we have here, uh, I don't care if somebody has a different belief system than me. That's not what this is about. This is about getting to know each other. And we all have different skills. We have different gifts. We have different things that we believe and we're willing to go die on the hill for. And, and my thing that I'll die on the hill for is this. We're all God's children. And we all deserve respect. We all deserve love. I mean, some of us are buttheads and probably need to be a kick in the butt. I don't know about everyone deserving love. Maybe they do. Anyway, I regress or digress, whatever that saying is. It doesn't matter. The point is that all are welcome here. And that's not just your typical ministry saying, oh, all are welcome. And then you give your life to the Lord and then they never talk to you again. Uh, or you don't go by what they're saying and therefore they don't talk to you again. Any of that, it's not like that. We have consistent on this program and we will never stop doing it until God says differently. Um, we will have witches, we'll have, uh, <laughs> I almost called him the Pope. We have rabbis. It doesn't matter. We have drag queens. We have people from all walks of life here because I want to get to know them. I want to understand the way they think and I want to understand why they believe what they believe. And at the same time, I understand that I put my faith at risk of hearing something that's, ooh, that sounds way better. I think I'm going to go that path. To date, after 500 broadcasts, my faith has only gotten stronger, and I continue to talk to people with different beliefs than me. So what's wrong with that? That said, Dr. Wright and I could have the exact same beliefs. I don't know, but we're going to find out after this.
out the red carpet, the red carpet, the red carpet. You want them rolling out the red carpet, the red carpet, the red carpet. You want the finer things, the diamond rings, designer jeans, all minor things in the wider scheme. But at what cost to realize your dreams? Been bleeding in the wheel more, put the crown of thorns on, spill more. My mic bloody cause I kill more, but I'm still poor. Bottom is where I started, but I get to the top and park it. Plug up in a harlot, my battery need charging. And to reach my target is the illest in the market. It's some liquid from my arteries, but spill onto the carpet, yeah. Everybody want fame, nobody wanna work for it. Want them all to know your name, don't wanna see no hurt for it. You wanna rolling out the red carpet, the red carpet, the red. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Joshua, and welcome to a conversation with Joshua T. Berglund. I meant to say this before we went to the quick break. Um, Dr. Wright asked me for my birthday before we started the uh, broadcast today, about 30 minutes before. And while I don't understand numerology whatsoever, do not know what I read, but I did look at what he sent me, and I will tell you, um, in full transparency, I had to stop looking at it because I started bawling my eyes out. And it also brought up about 8,000 more questions. So I don't know whether or not it's kind of like when you read a horoscope and I'm not saying that this is the same thing. So please relax. It's kind of like when you get one of the, when you read one of those horoscopes or you read, you know, like, okay, what's my life going to be like? And you, and you, you go down to the exact numbers and I don't know enough about astrology to be able to talk about this, but I will tell you this. It was even more accurate than the most accurate psychic reading I've ever had in my life or horoscope reading or anything else. And I'm not into readings. Don't go see psychics. Um, I have to deal with enough fake prophets coming at me with their cash app logos trying to give me prophecies of things that I don't know already. Anyway, um, I, I, I didn't mean to sound that disrespectful, but I, I want to come at this from a posture of, I don't know what to believe, but what I read broke me down and made me weep. So is this a magic trick? Is this real? Is this of God? Is it of the devil? I don't know, but I do know what I read was on point. So ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor. He's got a new course called Awakening. And listen to some of these titles. Gifts of the Spirit, Your Calling, Know Thyself, Seasons, Compatibility, Pinnacles, Challenges, and Karma. This is going to be one heck of a conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and the only Dr. Wright. What's up, Dr. Wright? How are you, sir? Doing just fine, Joshua. Thank you for having me. Thank you well, so much. I'm honored. I'm honored to have you here, and thank you for not taking offense to me not reading your book uh, yet. I will read it, but I usually <laughs> wait till the end because I want the spirit that led me to say yes to doing this broadcast with you uh, to also to give me the questions to ask you, and then after that, we'll read your book. Um, and then if, and if Phil led, we'll have you back on. But that said, I am so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful for your your just readiness, the way that you sent me everything that you had um, 
typically what shows ask for. Uh, very professional. Love the way that you handle things. And I wish more people, more guests were like you. So I just want to say thank you for that. And before we get started, will you tell us what are you grateful for today and why? Joshua, I am grateful to have an opportunity to have lived 71 years, to have learned the secret of numbers. That's my whole life is it's been my life's work in that now I'm finally having a chance to share this information with others. During, during the years I was learning about this, it was difficult trying to find an ear to hear. But God told me to be patient. And when the time was right, um, make sure I was ready. So <laughs> I'm grateful that I was patient, that I was a good student and that I'm having an opportunity to share what I've learned with, with people like yourself, people who have formats, who are open, uh, who are challenging people to look beyond limitations. So I feel blessed to be a guest on your program. Well, I, I, I'm honored to have you here. And I don't even know where to start because where I was going to start, uh, you then you sent me that email today <laughs> after asking for my birthday. And that was, I don't know why that hit me so hard in the spirit. I mean, I just started weeping and I had to like walk away from it. I don't know how it was just a bunch of numbers on a piece of paper, but I saw a couple things, especially the final number seven. When I saw number seven, I almost collapsed. And I'm going to be very pissed off if this is a bunch of voodoo. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Please tell me why this is not voodoo. Okay, I sure will. Um, let me first start by saying numbers are different from figures. If I hold up a bottle of water and I say I have one bottle of water, that would be a figure, a quantity. But if I look closer and I say Deer Park is number one, I'm no longer talking about a quantity, but a quality of being the best. So figures reveal quantities, but numbers reveal spiritual qualities. And that's why when you read those numbers, it really resonated with your soul. Let me take this a step further. Numerologists believe, well, I believe <laughs> that numbers are symbols for the word of God. When we speak, we vibrate the air and we use letters and numbers as symbols. It started in grade school. Well, since we were created by the word and the word is symbolized with letters and numbers, all letters and numbers reveal spiritual qualities. Numerology has been around some 4,000 years, Joshua. So the, the, the answers are already there. So this is a science. It's not voodoo. I'm not a mystic. I don't have a crystal ball. Um, I, started off, <laughs> I didn't have any intention of becoming a numerologist. I, I wanted to become, well, my parents wanted me to be an engineer because I got good grades in math and science. When I was 12 years old, they told me, you're going to be a, the first engineer in the family. So it was math and science, math and science. But at age 21, my best friend died of a drug overdose. And man, I, I, I was not prepared for that. I didn't even know he was using. All of a sudden, oh, wow. he was gone. 
So my belief system wasn't strong enough to withstand that storm. So I began to just put it out there in the universe. Why? Why? I didn't believe in God. I didn't have any concept of any supernatural being. If you couldn't measure it, quantify it. I was a technocrat, a scientist. Yeah. Well, when I started asking why, God has started the universe. I don't want to turn anybody off. Uh, whether you call it God, Allah, Buddha, the great white buffalo, uh, we have many, many names for a superior force that is stronger than we are, that is has created this whole situation. And when I awakened to it, it was through numbers. Okay. The number one is leadership. Two, that's the peace sign. Three stands for expression and youth. Four is a symbol for work and order. Five is freedom and change. Six is service. Seven is a symbol for faith. Eight is a symbol for money and power. And nine symbolizes selflessness. And that's it. There's only nine vibrations. One through nine with zero being in the beginning. Or to use a, a current uh, phrase, the force. Zero symbolizes the force. Okay, <laughs> So I think I can say the force without offending anyone's religion or their belief system, because it's important that we realize this is just a division where it's really meant to bring us together. That's a great, um, what you just shared there, Joshua, it shows what all the numbers mean. Yeah, uh, I want to pull this up um, as you're talking, because this is what you sent me, correct? Yes, it is. Why is it called um, the Jeremiah effect? Well, <laughs> I call it the Jeremiah effect <laughs> because there's a story in the scripture about a prophet called Jeremiah who's and he didn't want to do what God wanted him to do. So the story goes, God says, wait a minute, Jeremiah, before I form you in the womb, before you were a twinkle in your daddy's eye, <laughs> I knew you. So. That told me, when I discovered that, it told me that we are not physical beings having occasional aha experiences. We are spiritual beings having a temporary physical experience. And the Jeremiah effect is God has a plan for us, which we agreed on. We have a contract with the creator. The letters in our name reveal our part of the contract. And the numbers in the birthday reveal God's part of the contract. And this contract we make before we take physical form. Furthermore, the scripture tells us, Joshua 29, 11, God has plans for us, plans to prosper us. Okay, so we are created by the word. Words are symbolized by letters and numbers. And letters and numbers, letters can be converted to numbers, as you see on the, on the uh, conversion chart. Okay, A is one. B is two, C is three. It's based on the alphabet. Double digits like the letter Z, the 26th letter, you just add it up. Two plus six is eight. Nothing mystical, no voodoo. This is just positioning letters in the alphabet and reducing it to a single digit. The letter R, the 18th letter, one plus eight is nine. Why do we want to convert letters to numbers? So we can get the information as displayed. One through nine, leadership. Or self, which is the number one, which is self, all the way through the number nine, which is selflessness. We evolve. We evolve through all the numbers. 
Okay, the name Joshua Berglund is a seven. When you add your initial, which is the 20th letter of the alphabet, it's a two. Two two is two. Seven and two is nine. So this program is selfless. You are a universal soul bringing in everyone from all walks of life. That's the number nine. I am the world's mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that is my nickname, but that's not even what, <laughs> but that's not even what wrecked me. But go ahead and continue to say what you were saying. Okay, on the right-hand side of the one through nine, you'll see two ones, two twos, all the way down to two nines. Those are called master numbers. The master numbers are testing numbers, but they offer a greater opportunity for success. So we start with the answers. Then we look at the birth date. I'm going to utilize yours, May the 20th, 1979. Well, the birth date reveals our gifts from the creator, that's God's part of the contract. He says, okay, I'm sending you in, okay? <laughs> I'm sending you in. Um, God heard the people's cry and he sent us. We're here for a reason. So he gives us gifts. The five, which is your month, gives the gift of freedom and change. What does that mean? You don't have to work nine to five unless you choose to. And you are God's <laughs> <laughs> and you were God's change eight. <laughs> you were God's change agent. That's the number five. These are spiritual gifts that God gave you to be flexible, to be a multitasker, um, to um, travel the world, not oh. to be tied down to any uh -huh. one discipline, and to be a change agent. In other words, God gave you the gift so you could come here and rock the boat and cause some trouble. That's what I do, actually. I really, I mean, anyone watching this right now, whether you like me or not, would agree with what he just said. That's because that is true. Contract. The second part of your contract is your day of birth. And that's a two and a zero. And zero is a symbol for the creator, the divine. So the force is with you. <laughs> and the number two stands for cooperation and peace, harmony, partnerships, pairs. We all know what the number two stands for. We don't think about it often. But because it's a gift, you have the ability to bring people together. Okay? <laughs> to bring okay, them how, together. Let me ask you something, though. I, not the, I don't want to like interrupt what you were saying, but I, even though I just did, oh, please uh, do. I want to ask you, how does the, the, cause I, I'm a disruptor and, and I, I, I know the answer to this, but I want you to answer it for me. Okay. I already know um, what you're going to ask. Well, I think <laughs> I know the answer is that it almost feels like a contradiction. It's bringing people together, but being a disruptor bringing truth but yet truth divides um but yet at the same time like the world's mayor nickname that i have like what that is for and what that is about is about inspiring other people with the same ideology of wanting to elevate everyone around them at the same time i also know that we can't have peace we can't have joy we can't have any of the good things without truth and truth hurts and truth is painful.
So in your words, if you don't mind, explain how this contradict. it looks and appears like a contradiction. Can you please explain how it works together? Yes, I will. Simply, God already told me to say the two energy is the velvet glove over your iron fist. <laughs> You're a warrior. You're a warrior. Yeah, I am. The two energy keeps people from running away when you are present. You don't have to say anything to anyone. When you're there, they will pick up your aura and start to look around and the hair on the back of their neck will stand up because they will sense a warrior is present. A warrior is present. But you are God's warrior for service, bringing people together, tearing down erroneous ideas, breaking down the walls. So it works, it works together very well. It works. Well, you got. I mean, this is this is just. I apologize. Go ahead. It breaks. It breaks me down too, my brother. (laughs) It's it's what do they call it? It's cellular. (laughs) It is cellular. How is this? This seems so simple, and as if, oh, I'm going to say it, but God said it. He said, um. Uh, 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 what was I going to say? Like the, uh, no, no, I lost it. Uh, the whole idea, this height, it's so simple. It's, it, it, it's, this is what he, he said and that not the exact words I'm paraphrasing, but we like this, the, our path, it's like, it's all, it was pre-written. That's the word I'm, the words I'm looking for. It, it's like our life was pre-written. Our lifelines are in our hands and like it's in the numbers, it's in the stars, so to speak. This is who we are. And it's be it's already been pre-planned. But the thing when I know that God said that in the Bible, the part I didn't know is it literally is written in the palms of our hands or in the numbers of our life, if, in then our name. We it, are it's been, the truth has been, are you this is like saying the truth has basically been staring at us in the face the whole time. And we just have been oblivious to it. Exactly. We are literally the living word. And we come with an owner's manual. The letters in our name and the numbers in our birthday. Now, whereas whereas these numbers reveal your talents, your skills, and your gifts, you still have free will as to how to use them. For example, your chart shows you make a great musician and a great athlete and a great coach especially with string instruments, guitars or drums. Um, so it's, it depends on how you decide you want to use this. Gift. I prefer DJing. <laughs> but so to, and, and even though I would challenge you normally, well, well actually I, I, I'm going to not challenge you on this. I have no musical talent that I'm aware of, except for the fact that I have beats in my head. And I, my father was a musician, traveling musician, toured with Ike and Tina and Jerry Lee Lewis and a bunch of those guys and wow. uh, ladies too. And so I grew up around music and I love music and I love artists, musician artists. And I don't care what instrument it is, like I honor you because that is a gift. So I didn't have that musical talent, but I did pick up DJing last summer randomly <laughs> And I and that made me almost feel like a musician. So even though I can't play an instrument, 
I do understand what you're saying. I, I am I am artistic. I know that. Yes, music comes along with being a peacemaker because it's soothing, it's harmonizing, and it sets people at peace. It's also a universal language, like numbers. Numbers in music are universal. So because you are a peacemaker, in fact, there's a scripture about your birthday. Huh? There's a scripture about your date of birth. <laughs> I know and I heard is, you, but like I didn't know this at all. So, <laughs> blessed are the peacemakers because they'll be called the children of God. That's the scripture. Blessed are the peacemakers because they'll be called the children of God. And that's the number 20. Two is peace. Zero is a symbol for God. Now, wow. something that's very, very interesting about your name and birth date is your first name, Joshua, is also a number 20. If we substitute numbers for the letters in your first name, uh-huh. J is a one, O is a six, S is a one, H is an eight, U is a three, and A is a one, which adds up to 20. So it matches. When your name matches your one of the numbers in your birth date, because the birth date is your contract with God, your gift from God matches your promise. During your contract phase, you told the creator, I'm going to be whatever you want me to be. I'm going to stay in touch with you. I'm going to touch base with you before I make every move. I'm going to contact with you. Thy will not my will be done. And that's indicated because your birthday matches your name. There was synchronicity in your contract. There was synchronicity. There's another number 20 in the scripture, and his name was Noah. N is a five, O is a six, A is a one, H is an eight. That adds up to 20. That I okay. see you're laughing. Is, There's something you know why I'm What's laughing? going on. What's going I'm on? I'm laughing because the network that we're on right now is the digital Noah's Ark. Get out of here. No, I, on, I, I know. I, I mean, I promise because I pay for it. Uh, <laughs> like, it's I know. I, I, it's it's our network. We got kicked off of two other networks, and we, I mean, I by the grace of God, ended up with our own network. In fact, our networks. We got kicked off of two networks on Good Friday, and by Monday, we were resurrected <laughs> with a new network. Um, <laughs> That's interesting, but you said something else too about the nine to five. This yeah. is why this is tripping me out. When I I chase money and money like me, I I, I did all the things. I was successful independently. Um, I've, I've always had a great job, and um, and then of course you know I became a junkie and I had my issues and I lost everything. And then after I lost everything for a second time. Uh, it's been a much different experience, and here's why. Because as much as I wanted to go seek a job, I kept hearing God and my spirit say, just spend time with me. Just serve me. Just serve me. And every time I'm like, but how am I going to pay rent? And I would go down this path, and I'd go find a consulting job, or I'd go broker uh, a, a deal for you know a movie to get made, or just any of these things. At the finish line, at the payment date, all the all these times that I was supposed to have a massive 
you know, financial breakthrough because I went out and hustled and did it, it fell through. And God, every time goes, I told you to serve me, told you to serve me. What does that mean? What does that even look like? And so a few years ago, I finally, after a, a bad relapse and all the other crap that had happened, I go, okay, God, I'm paying attention now. And I just started to pursue him, but that became my job in, in pursuing and getting to know God and what God wanted for me and just serving and just helping people. And that's all that I've done for the last few years. And as scary as it's been, because I never know where money's coming from, God has always provided and provided in a big enough way that we've been able to do all the things that we are blessed to do and not have a job. So That's you, a great you brought up that point. That that one floored me, and then there was another one too with the the synchronicities. The synchronicities <laughs> have become very very big, and I'm starting to notice them in major ways in my life, and I don't fully understand them yet. But can you talk about how synchronicities and numbers work together, tie together, conflict, whatever it may be? Yes, a, a lot of times we will see a number, and it's a confirmation uh, people will see repeating numbers i get clients call me about that and they say that's what's going on why why am i seeing this what does it mean and it's just a reflection once you understand the number code it's just another tool that we have and it heightens your perception okay everybody knows what it means to be number one particularly in our culture people are striving and you know, we call it the, the doggy dog, the rat race, um, type A personality disorders. You know, but we need to awaken that there's other energies that we need to be expressing. <laughs> Mainly the number nine and number six, that's the love vibration. The number one is at the top of the list. That's where it starts. But we need to evolve and grow and develop. That ties into Tesla's 369, right? Tesla, the the Tesla, not Tesla as an Elon Musk Tesla, but the OG Tesla. Oh, he well, was big on the three, six, nine. And I don't know what that means, but the, the emphasis that you place on numbers, obviously, and you said six and nine are very, very important numbers. What was three again? Three stands for expression, youth and abundance. The story of Christ is about the number three. A lot of people miss that. Yeah. Okay. He was sought by three wise men. Denied <laughs> by three sleeping disciples when he asked them if they loved him three times. His main boy denied him three times before the rooster could crow. Of course, we celebrate Easter because he arose on the third day. And I left a lot of them out. But when he was asked, Master, why are you here? He says, I'm here that you have life and have it abundantly. So three stands for expression, youth, abundance, spirituality, and children <laughs> come under the number three. Six is service. That's the number of the servant. The greatest among you, servants. And the number nine is a symbol for selfless giving. That's God's favorite number. And that comes from the story of Job. Job was a number nine. So as Joshua T. Berglund, you're Job. 
you're expressing number nine energy, rise only to fall, love only to lose. But whatever the universe takes from you, it's going to come back double. That's the, that's the story of the number nine. Patience and faith can overcome all things. <laughs> so you turn your back from God. Uh, and when did God start talking to you about the numbers? Like, was there a crazy event that happened where you hit rock bottom and then all of a sudden you're talking to God again? Like, how did all that play out? Well, I was, <laughs> I was in my state of disillusionment, yearning, brokenness, and I heard a song on the radio. And the song was by a guy by the name of Roy Ayers. And the song was called, the album was called In Search of the Third. No, the album was called Everybody Loves the Sunshine. He's throwing a lemon up in the air. Everybody loves the sunshine. But there's a cut on there called In Search of the Third Eye. And Joshua, that was my introduction to numerology, spirituality, and eventually God. <clears throat> Let, okay. So the lyrics of the song. Quick, but... The lyrics of the song were, baby, 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 look to the sky, seeking to find the third eye. Secrets of wisdom, secrets of sound, secrets of numbers will be found. Well, I wanted some answers. I was looking for some reason why I was here, what was life all about. My, I just lost my best friend. If it's going to be this arbitrary, I don't want to be here anymore. Okay, yeah. so I bought the album. It took me two years to find it, right? I finally bought the album. Um, read the cover, and the guy who wrote the song had read a book called In Search of the Third Eye by Vera Stanley Alder. That was my introduction to all things spiritual. I started reading this book, and I discovered <clears throat> secrets of colors, how blue is it makes you be true. Um, green makes you aggressive. Secrets of sound. Our favorite songs are in harmony with our own heartbeat and energy. But it was this sequence of numbers that got me, Joshua, because I was studying to become an engineer. I had known nothing but math and science all my life since the seventh grade. So when I started reading about numbers, it was something I could relate to. And numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. One and one is always two. In English, they would tell me, Craig, I after I after E, uh, 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 except when there's a C. What are the mm -hmm. vowels? A-E-I-O-U. Oh, 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 sometimes why? Oh, but numbers. One and one was always two. So it was a rock. It was a foundation. I didn't, I was not a believer in God. I was a believer in numbers. So <laughs> I went from believing numbers, which I had total faith in, to understanding they were the system behind the creation of the universe. And that I had a contract with God and that like you, I'm a number seven. My name is a seven. My birthday is a seven. And in ancient times, we would have been taken from our home and raised in the temple because they knew about the number seven and given scribes. <laughs> After you graduated from temple, sevens were given scribes to write down what they uttered because as a seven, sevens are blessed with a contact with the inner world and that's where God dwells within. And it's, it's our job to research and study. So I'm, I found myself listening to this song, 
It led me to the Library of Congress. This was in 1972. There were no books in the library on numerology then. <laughs> now you can take out numerology for dummies. It's mainstream. But back then, God led me to the Library of Congress. So I would cut work, spend eight hours a day at the Library of Congress because you couldn't take those books out. Just reading and studying everything I could get my hands on and and. And now I'm just sharing that information with others. After years and years of research, I did not invent numerology. It's been around some 4,000 years. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Bible earlier. The people who wrote the Bible put information about numbers encoded in the Bible. There are many references to Christ changing people's names. Okay. If you study how Simon became Peter. And you look at the numerology chart, Simon is a number seven. So by faith, he was the first one to declare by faith. That's the seven. <clears throat> you are the Christ. I know who you are. By faith, which is seven is intuition. He was taught within. Jesus said, that's right. But I'm going to change your name to Peter because Peter is a number one in Jesus needed someone to take on, to carry on. Once he had arisen, he needed a leader. He wanted a man of faith to lead things. So that's why Simon became Peter. And if you study the number code, it takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> See, I've heard that too. Gosh, um, I want to ask you too. The third eye is a source of a lot of controversy uh, because People look at it as a new age thing. Some people look at it as demonic. Um, and then I'm over here as a follower of Jesus and Jesus is my savior. I'm, I'm thinking of this like, okay, but it's inside of us and God created us and we're made in the Lord, God's image, the Lord's image. So how can the third eye, the pineal gland, how can that be a bad thing if God created us? Man didn't put the third eye in us. God did. So how can it be bad? So I don't know what your expertise is and what your knowledge is of the, the, the third eye argument, but can you speak to it, the importance yes. of it from your perspective? Yes, I asked God, God, why are you why are you leading me to these strange things? People are going to think I'm demonic. Why, why? And God said, I'm going to give you the scriptures that you need to open your mouth and I'll speak. I said, okay, what about this third eye thing? And God gave me Matthew 6, Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. So this is a reference to the penile gland, which can be activated through meditation and prayer. Thus, the single eye that he's referring to, sight, vision, discernment. That's the third eye. That's, that's my take on it. And it makes sense that that is emphasized because really to be able to meditate, you need to close your eyes. You, I mean, at least I, from what I know of it. And when I'm praying, when I pray with my eyes open, I get distracted. 
But if I am still and I close my eye, I am able to hear God. I, I, that is yeah. when I hear God the best. Um, full of or when I'm dancing. That's the other one. That's the other time I hear God. <laughs> I, I, I have, a, I have a really hard time with this one. Um, I, I'm agreeing with you, by the way, but I've had a hard time with this. And there's a lot of things about the Bible that I, I have questions about and they don't make sense to me. And this is one of those things. Like, why do Christians look at this as such an evil, bad thing? I don't understand it. I don't know. Because I, I, that verse, Matthew 6, 22 is clear. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it Sorry. is. It is. I, personally, I'm a believer in numerology <laughs> took me to <laughs> studying the world religions, Christianity and uh, mysticism and studying the Quran. Because I, I believe, like, like you said, we're all children of, of the same creator. I we agree. are all children of the same creator. So ultimately, um, that's what we are here to learn and discover and grow into. And that's why programs like yours are so, so very important in, in manifesting that change. Your program is manifesting the change by providing safe ground, if you will, <laughs> for people to express and talk about what's going on in their lives. Um, like I said, back in 72, when I first started talking about this, people thought I had lost my mind or I was <laughs> demonic. So I got very quiet and very still. And I was just, I just sort of kept this to myself. And now all of a sudden people are reaching out to me. People are searching. They want to know. And it's, it's it's the it's the age of Aquarius. <laughs> it's the which age is, of Aquarius. Which means the the age of Aquarius is the age of the awakening. Is that correct? Exactly. That's why well, I named my truth, classes. Truth will be the revealed. And... <sighs> okay. Does numerology say anything about Jesus? Well. Jesus says a lot about numerology. <laughs> Jesus studied. <laughs> Fair Jesus, enough. Um, Pythagoras, Jesus, and Moses are probably the, the best known students of the Egyptian mystery schools where numerology was taught. So Jesus studied there. When the angel of the Lord told Joseph and Mary to take the baby to Egypt, there's a crazy guy killing all, all the firstborn. Get to Egypt. Well, when he was there, he studied with the great masters. It was there when he, if you look at the name Jesus, S-U-S, and you convert the numbers, it adds up to the number 11. And the number 11 is the number of light in illumination. That's where he discovered he was the light of the world. Okay. And that's why he used those same techniques to, for changing names of his disciples. It all came from knowledge from the mystery schools. That wasn't the only place he studied. He also studied abroad and he studied, um, he studied the science of reincarnation. Um, he also studied karma. Jesus okay. studied karma. Let's, so when he let's said- talk about, Let's talk about those two subjects. 
and I'm sorry to interrupt you, because that's that was the no, other place no I wanted problem. to go. Karma and then reincarnation. Let's go with reincarnation first. I literally in my Bible this morning heard, because I, I, like, I listen to it as my brain is waking up and then I read as part of my quiet time. And one of the things that I heard, and I, I believe this, is that when we die, we don't go immediately to heaven. And why people, when people die, that's what we say, blows my mind. Because if you are a Christian and you read the Bible, you would know we don't go right to heaven. <laughs> like we're, we're in the grave. Our spirits could be floating around everywhere. Um, because it says that when Jesus comes back, all, the dead will rise. And so, and we will go with them and, you know, so forth. And I'm obviously not getting all of that exactly right. But the point is that our, we are dead. After we die, we're, we, we, are, we don't go immediately to heaven and we don't go immediately to hell either. So with that said, that means our spirit has got to be doing something. Our soul has got to be doing something. Are we floating around and hovering? Are we staying and kicking it in our, in our grave? Like, what the heck are we doing? So my point is, that I've always questioned why people have such an issue with reincarnation because it seems more likely than not that we're reincarnated or that our souls, our spirits are just floating around waiting till the end. It, it's one of those two things to me, but I think it's a lie from the devil that we tell people at their funeral when we tell the whole congregation that's there for our, our loved one that's died well, he went to go be with the Lord today. No, he didn't. Not yet. So that's a lie. And they've been lying about it for a long time. So with all that said, what the hell is wrong with people that just immediately say reincarnations of the devil? Like, how is that? Where in the Bible does it say reincarnation is bunk? It doesn't happen. Or where does it say it does? I don't know what to believe on it, except for the fact that I know I don't have the answer. Can you talk about reincarnation and numerology if they if they go together? Well, the idea is, is because we are spiritual beings created before we're formed in the flesh, we are energy. We are energy. I believe. And that. one of the first principles that I learned in physics was energy can be neither created nor destroyed. As, as mankind, we do not have the capacity to create energy or destroy it. And this is taught in physics every day. So my mind tells me. I'm energy. I'm atoms, protons, neutrons, vibrating. So man didn't create me, nor can I be destroyed. Numerology tells us that we choose our own life experience based on the need to learn and grow. So this, what we call Earth, is a university of the soul. Mm, I've heard that <laughs> We're here for a lesson, for classes. <laughs> We, we weren't born here. This isn't our natural state. Now, some people haven't 
trouble wrapping their mind around that, consider the element of water. Water can be gas, steam. It can be liquid when you take a shower, or it can be ice. It can be a solid, okay? You can step outside and slip down on it. So <laughs> it's not that far a stretch when you think about how energy can take different forms. Um, so I personally believe that I'm here for a reason. There's a purpose for my life. And there's going to be a test, <laughs> a quiz after this experience when I get back home. I also believe if I don't learn the lesson the first time, God is patient. There's no rush. There's no hurry. I'll do it again. In the Bible, Jesus was asked about reincarnation. I thought he was he was asked, well, who was John the Baptist? Reincarnation? Is this Elijah, reincarnation of John the Baptist? In my mind, Jesus always corrected people. Everything they were doing that was wrong. He stopped them right there in their tracks. Let he who was without sin throw the first stone. Mm -hmm. All right. He brought down a mob with that one. Barely lifted a finger. <laughs> Just the power of the word. So if someone was talking about reincarnation as his disciples were, and it wasn't the truth, I think he would have he would have put them in check right there. But he told them, no, each man carries their own sin. It's not the sins of the father. Okay. Uh, he's not the reincarnation of somebody else. He's carrying his own sins. He did this. He's back to pay for these transgressions. And that's where well, karma comes in. What goes oh, wait a second. So, so, cause I, uh, that, when you said we don't carry on the sins of the father, my very first question is, was what about generational curses? What about generational sins? What about that? That is that's passed down. Do you believe in that? I do, but on an individual basis, where we were part of those past generations. <laughs> So, yes, oh. there's, there's generational because we were part of that generation. So we're carrying See, that makes lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, bringing it back. So, yes, that's, that's part of that karma. What goes around comes around. And this will often show up in the number eight, which is your last name. Okay? The number eight. What goes around comes around eight is karmic so in this lifetime people are going to as you already put it love you or hate you <laughs> they won't be lukewarm about joshua um, also in this experience you will have to learn to practice forgiveness mm -hmm. you're going to have to practice forgiveness because when the number eight shows up it means in the past lifetime you were throwing rocks in the water and in this lifetime, when you walk past a pond, water's going to splash on you. And you're going to want to blame someone else for it when it was you who threw the rock. <laughs> I know that sounds far-fetched and way out, but that's basically karma in action. People do to us what we did to them. So in forgiving them, this is what Jesus taught. If someone slaps you, give them the other cheek. <laughs> that's how you break the karma. That's how you stop it. Okay. 
so from a practical level, all of this makes a lot of sense. And it, what is the purpose of faith? When okay, say we have numerology now. We've we've we can just go to the chart. We can see our numbers. We can see our life path. We can see it's all right there. If that's the case, then what is the point of having faith? Okay, great question. I went to my chart when I was 21 years old, studying numbers for the first time, and it told me I was going to be a teacher. I was going to study the hidden meanings of life and share it with others. That was in 1972. I started renting spaces, paying for ad time on the radio. Is this starting to sound familiar? Reaching out there, doing everything I could, spending money, announcing, and the big day would come and nobody would show up for my classes. That's where faith came in. I wasn't ready. I had to keep studying. I had to keep growing. I had to keep learning, becoming who I was supposed to be. I wasn't meant to talk about it. I was meant to become it. Once I became it, <laughs> now it's time for those things to kick in. But believe me, there were haters, doubters all along the path. The first minister I went to, uh, Joshua, and told him about my experience with God, how he was telling me about numbers. It's the fourth book in the Bible. I'm born May the 4th. Maybe this is why I'm being blessed like this. And he sat there, shook his head, listened to me. I went back the next Sunday, and he gave a, a sermon. This was in 1972, a sermon on the evils of numbers with me sitting right there on the right at him. <laughs> Now, in 2022, I'm teaching a class called The Awakening, and my first four students were ministers of very large churches. So I had to keep faith. I had to keep believing that what I read about who I was was true as opposed to listening to what other people said. And that's another plus with numerology development self-concept okay most people believe who they are based on what other people tell them oh these should be well-meaning people my parents love me they told me i was going to be an engineer <laughs> well i guess i am building bridges in a way from the spiritual to the material but numerology yeah. actually revealed why i was here so i i gave away the math and science and started studying philosophy religion and metaphysics and that was my true calling. So if there was a lot of people born, I don't know this, the exact number, but there was a lot of people born May 20th, 1979. Do they all have my same life path? They have the same gifts, but it's different because the birthday is God's part of the promise the name is our part of the promise. So no one on the planet has your name and birthday. They may have the same birthdays. In fact, identical twins do have the same birthday. Okay. Twins, they come in minutes behind each other with that same date of birth. Now they have the same gifts, but they promise to use those gifts in different ways. The number five, for example, five is freedom, travel, 
um, sales, adventure, athletics, many ways you can use that five energy if you're born in May. But you're definitely here to rock the boat and you're not here to work nine to five and to be a change agent. How you go about that is up to you. So it doesn't rob us of free will, but it will tell you, hey, it's, it's, it's wintertime. Don't plant. Your tree isn't going to survive. It's summertime. Um, you can plant now. It's spring, but it won't tell you. You got to plant apples. You got to plant spinach. You know, it just enhances your choices. So many choices out there. It, it Well, and what I will tell you is I didn't need numerology to choose the path that I chose. It took being broken and in, in a complete surrender to the Lord. But I will tell you that when I surrendered, I was in jail as an L.A. County jail looking at five years. I my moment of surrender came with the knowing that in the realization, one, that I'd wasted every gift that I'd ever been given. Um, but also a part of that was knowing that in my spirit that I had been running from the Lord for as long as I could remember. And every time I would run and get molested or get abused or go to jail or, you know, something tragic and traumatic would happen, God would give me this flash, like a really quick movie of, this is your life. This is your life. This is what I chose for you. Just choose me, and this is what you get. This is, this is the life I have for you. And I didn't realize it, that God had been doing that most of my life. And it took that moment where I had nowhere to run, and I couldn't run, because I thought I was going to be there for five years. And um, it took that realization to go, oh, so my life is not meant to be normal, but it's also supposed to be a much different life than the one I'm living now. And I knew in my spirit that day, and I got the confirmations and have gotten the confirmations, even though I still tried to run from this very thing. A big part of that was that I was supposed to walk this earth and serve and to give of myself any way possible to help make the world a better place. And it makes zero sense on paper or anything of this world why I'm supposed to live this way and how I'm going to be provided for because it's the exact opposite of what every guru and every business coach and everybody else under the sun tells me I'm supposed to do. You need to take this course. You need to get that degree. You need to do that. And every time, doctor, every time, in my spirit, I feel like I'm stabbing myself with a butcher's knife. I, I, I'm like blowing off my face despite myself because like I don't want to do any of that. I want to do what God tells me to. And this is not some churchy thing that I want to say. Physically, my body rejects everything that is the opposite of what I'm supposed to be doing. And it just so happens to be the opposite of everything the world tells me to. That All of that stuff that you, that you sent me ahead of the interview, and then what you've said during this conversation, has all, like, that's why I'm going, this can't be bullcrap. There has to be something to this 
because I'm, I'm staring at it on paper, things that you know nothing about with me. I'm staring at this going, oh my gosh, this is nailing me to a T. <laughs> it, it's shocking. It's shocking. So I, I want to ask you, when Jesus says, no man will come to the Father but, with, but through me, like you've got to go through me, Jesus Christ, to get to God, to get to heaven, you have to accept me as your Savior. How does numerology and that work together? Okay, that's a great question. Um, I had a mentor on my path who told me, if you really want to study the Bible, Craig, you got to study the original text, not the translations. So I began to inquire and study, and I discovered the people who promote Christianity, they interpreted what Jesus said as my way or the highway. <laughs> okay, because they wanted power. But what Jesus says was, you get through the Father by me through prayer, meditation, through fasting, by being humble, by being kind, by putting spiritual qualities above material qualities. That's how you get to the Father by me, through me, my beliefs, my attitudes, and my posture. God, Jesus called Father Daddy. Okay, if you look at the translation, our Father who lives in heaven, his great, um, his, his great uh, prayer, the original translation, he's saying, Daddy, Abba, Abba, Father, which is close. Being seen, handing out hearts, he called him daddy. So that was, <laughs> that's what he meant. You get to the father by me. His attitude, his beliefs, his understanding of who God was. That's how you get to the father. He wasn't saying only by Christianity. There was no Christianity then. <laughs> he couldn't have been saying that. He was saying, Here's how I do it. You can get there too. And you can also do greater things than me. Jesus said, don't call me father. We only have one father and he's in heaven. Don't marvel over what I'm doing because these and greater things will you do. Well, those words echo in my ear. And God told me as a numerologist to prepare the classes for those who want to know their contract with God. If you want to know your contract and you want to do greater things and walk on the path, I can help you with that. My wow. test has become my testimony, Joshua. I wanted to know why I was here, what I was supposed to do, and if life was so arbitrary, take me now that's the information i wanted to have cleared up so my test has become my testimony and people who are searching for answers are reaching out to me
Man, I, I got to tell you, I, 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 I have some weird, fun, interesting, different, shocking, mind-blowing conversations. I got to, and, and this may surprise a lot of people that are, are listening, but this one rattles me the most. It, it rattles me the most, and I'm, I, I'm not discounting anything you say at all but it rattles me because i already believe that man has got his grubby little hands on the bible and i mean you you take one word out of a sentence it changes the sentence you 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 add words to a sentence it changes it you like context matters the you remove a sentence out of a paragraph it changes the whole thing and then you take whole books out of something that should be there. Like it then changes that context. And like, I guess what I'm saying is this. I'm one of those people that believe that Jesus truly died on the cross for our sins. I believe it. And there's nothing that will ever change my mind. And there's re the reason why nothing will ever change my mind is not because of what the Bible said at all. Because I, I can point out, I've, I've done this a lot on these broadcasts where it talks about being obedient to the government. I'm not being obedient to this government. You're out of your freaking mind. I'm not, no way. And there's other things. There's other things too about female pastors and stuff like that. And I've heard a lot of different explanations. But you know what? There's people that believe that the Bible is a literal document. Literal. And so what's the point of, not hyperbole, but not or foreshadowing, I'm forgetting the... It doesn't matter. The point is this. None of the Bible didn't get me saved, even though I was reading it. I asked for the prison guard for it. He gave me the Bible and it helped. And reading John, it it really just like, Jesus, you really did that? And like I started to really break down from that. But I've also challenged the Bible a lot. But the Bible has never built my faith. It's given me instruction. It's, 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 it's been an amazing guide and I love the Bible. It's my favorite book ever written and it's the one I read every day and I have problem with it. I have problems with it. And I also know the control that the Catholic church has had on that Bible and the agreements that Constantine made with the way that transferred the way into Catholicism. Like, I know that these historic things, and when people like to talk about the King James Version of the Bible being the only Bible you should read, if you ever mention to them that King James was referred to as Queen James or the Queen of England because he was a flaming homosexual, that just blows their mind. And it, But it, it talks about in the Bible how homosexuality is wrong. And, and like all of these things that this is what the Bible says. But then we have a spirit inside of us that goes, something ain't right about that. And then, but we go, oh, no, I'm going to follow the Bible because this is the letter of the law. These are God's literal words and all of this other stuff. And again, I'm sure people think I'm a, just turned into a demon after saying all this. But the fact is this, they've lied to us about everything. Why would they not lie about this too? Why? Why, why, why? Why? Why is it? Why are the churches not speaking out against <laughs> Roe versus Wade? Or why do they not even have an opinion about it? it? There's something wrong. There's something off. Jesus is very much alive. I could feel him flying through me right now. 
but something ain't right. There's something not right. And they and we are at war if Christians can't get along because we're fighting over what the Bible says and what version to read. And then, but there's other things that we disagree with. And then you have all the other religions. The fact is, it is so confusing and it's so such a mess. That's why I just have to say that you have to trust the spirit inside of you to guide you and that be your force. That be your your guide to the truth. And if it leads you down a path that looks like destruction, well, here's my experience with the Holy Spirit leading you. It'll get you in some weird situations, but you're there for a reason. It may be uncomfortable and it may go against everything that your preacher taught you, but you know what? Preachers don't know everything because someone taught the preacher and you you don't you got to ask yourself who funded the Bible college that they went to to give them that education and who gave them that curriculum. There's more to it than this. If you look at the healthcare system and how that's set up and if you trace it back to the Rockefellers and their plan and what they wanted to do, no wonder the science changes all the time. No wonder the science disappears. What used to work no longer works. Wonder why that is. Because, oh, wait a second. We found out that it treated something else that could actually hurt the big pharma and all of their money. Anyway, I'm going on a rant here just to say this. I don't know what's real, but I will tell you that this is not shaking my faith. But I have a lot of questions. And, and I have a lot of questions because in my spirit, and you can call me a demon all you want, audience, I don't care. In my spirit, this is too close to a coincidence to and too close to perfect for it not to be of God. It's shocking to me. I am shocked. And, I, and we didn't go through my chart. We didn't go through any of that stuff. But there's something, there's a massive truth in this numerology stuff. And I want to understand more because there's no way that it could be this spot on unless if the creator created it. Now, Lucia, I lost him. Dr. Craig, are you there? Oh, no. Dr. Craig, try this. Are you there? Oh, no. I think maybe he just left. No, I can see him, though. Hello, Josh. <laughs> there you are. Where? Oh, no, you're cutting out. Hello? Are you there? Okay, now I, I think you're back. Okay. Hello? I'm done with my rant. <laughs> are you there? <laughs> I don't know if you can still hear me, but I can hear you fine. Okay, I can hear you. Yes. I'm done with my rant. I, I got a little excited there. As part of the, <laughs> the what you sent me in the numbers, one of the things that you it talks about is my strong desire for truth and wanting to get the truth out. That was one of the things. I live to find the truth. As a former narcissist, liar, and all the things that I was, all I want is truth now because I see the power of truth. And the truth is upsetting. The truth hurts. And sometimes it shakes our sensibilities. But the truth matters. 
And I, and I would be lying if I said I'm not looking at all this and looking at what you sent me and saying, my spirit is excited about this. Is it because it's telling me what I want to know? Not necessarily, but it's telling me what I've already, I've always known in my spirit, what I'm supposed to do, why I chose the path I chose. Like that is, there's something to this, doctor. There's something to this. You've absolutely wrecked my sensibilities for the day. Thank you. <laughs> well, Joshua, thank you. That's, that's very high praise. Um, I agree with you. There's something to this. I still consider myself a student of numerology. And even though I've been studying it over 40 years, uh, God is still awakening me and showing me different things every day. So, yeah, so I've discovered we are literally the living word. It's true. Literally. The letters in our name and the numbers in our name reveal so much information in terms of who we are and whose we are. <laughs> we are not our own. <laughs> that, so what the other thing about this, to me, that emphasizes the importance of knowing it, is that it's identity. And right now we have a war on identity. Like, Look, we got all kinds of wars going on right now, but one of the biggest is, uh, to me, is our, the war on our identity. Why else would we have 95 genders right now? And it, you, if you've watched the show before, you know that I'm not like yeah, flashing out really. in the community. There's, man, like there's, this is a, this is about our identity, who we are and whose we are. You said it perfectly and this matters there's a lot of people that have been following following jesus call themselves christians being christians checking the boxes for church and all the other religions and they don't know who they're right they don't know their identity they don't know their purpose what they don't know why god created them and they've been a christian their whole life i would challenge you to take the awakening course because I can tell you this. If it's evil, then God, please forgive me. Please. Like, I never intend to be blasphemous. But if you're someone out there that's struggling with knowing your identity, who you are, what you were created to do, what your gifts are, what your talents are, what your purpose is, I would check this out. Because the course title alone, uh, The Awakening, Gifts of the Spirit, Your Calling, Know Thyself, Seasons, Compatibility, uh, pinnacles, challenges, and karma. These are some of the, the subjects that it goes over. It, what is it, 60 bucks to take this course? Uh, 60 per class. 60 per class. I, listen. And it's six classes. Uh, actually, I would, if, you, if you take all six classes, I, I, the last one is free. So it's $60 per class if you don't want to take them all. But if you take all the classes... It's only 300 for six classes. You save $60 on the last class. If it helped me know my identity, I would say that that is the bargain of the century. <laughs> if I didn't know my purpose, I would say that that's the bargain of the century. And here's the, here's the hint. I don't believe for a second that um, 
most of y'all's purpose is what you're living in right now. You have a job you hate. <laughs> you're like doing doing things for the man that you don't want to do. I, I, I really think that, well, how can people find this course, doctor? Well, they could visit my website and that's craigwright.com. C-R-A-I-G-E-W-R-I-G-H-T.com. Click on um, classes and it'll show you uh, the curriculum and how you can schedule your classes. These are individual classes, Joshua. I used to teach these classes at the community college, um, but they told me they needed seven students to have the lights on, Dr. Craig. So if I got six students or five, I couldn't teach the class. But with the onset of um, COVID, now I'm teaching classes on Zoom one-on-one. So people can pick their individual class, whenever you want it, whatever day, it's just going to be me and you one-on-one in these classes going over your contract with the creator. I don't know if you can see going on. Well, uh, he froze. And uh, gosh, I hope that this didn't get buggy. Um, we were having some connection issues. So I do pray that you were able to hear that okay. Um, what a fascinating, fascinating subject. Um, I, I don't know. I have more questions than I have answers. And I probably always will. But I got to tell you that this has been very eye-opening for me. And um, I mean, I don't know how much faith I put in it. But I will tell you again, what he went over has been pretty powerful. Um, God, he froze. He just sent me a message to see what it says. Okay. CraigEWrite.com. So that's C-R-A-I-G-E Right which is W-R-I-G-H-T dot com. So anyway, I hope that that was enjoyable. I apologize that he was freezing. Uh, that happens from time to time. But what a blessing. Uh, I, I'm just grateful that he was willing to come on and talk about this because this is not an easy um, subject to digest, especially if you're a believer. Especially if you're a believer. Because it's most believers that I see that question this, that say that it's a lie from the devil. Is it? Is this one of those tricks that the devil plays on people? Or is there something to it? I got to tell you. um, This is something I want to understand more. Because why wouldn't I? And this is why I have these conversations. Because you don't know what you don't know. And I really believe with all my heart that, you know, even with our with the Christian faith or followers of Jesus, there's, there's more to it than what we know. 
And some of the things that we know eh, may not be right. The only thing I know is that the, the spirit that God placed inside of us, when we don't drown it down with alcohol and drugs and everything else, and we just let our spirit free and just to guide us and to be what it's supposed to be for us, it leads us where we're supposed to go. And all that's hidden will be revealed. All of it. Is this part of the things that are being revealed? Or is it blasphemy? While I don't know the answer to the question, I will tell you that my spirit lit up reading what the numbers said about me. So I highly re recommend you guys check out his course. Again, craigewright.com. God bless you. Thank you for being here. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it.